and welcome to another carbo-loaded episode of We <laughs> Only Look Thin. I am carby girl Catherine Weigel. I have lost over 100 pounds. I am a Tiny Habit certified coach, a Thrive Global certified coach, and with me today is... Carby boy Donald Weigel. <laughs> carby boy carby sounds... Guy. sounds Carby guy. Yeah, Carby boy sounds weird, doesn't it? I mean, I suppose Carby girl also does too, but uh, hi, hi. I've, I've lost uh, about 100 pounds. Uh, and I've kept it off for about five years, and uh, I am not carbo-loaded for this episode so much, but uh, but we'll see what happens. But it's early yet. It's early, yes. I might load up on carbs while we're recording. You might. And, uh, you know, as we are recording this, in America, USA... It is President's Day. Oh yeah! Now I grew up. It in, is. I grew up in a world where it wasn't President's Day. We had Washington and Lincoln. We separated it. Yeah. More holidays, but no more. It's all just one mega president. Yeah. Now. We didn't get both days off though, did we? I did. You but do? we lived in different places. Man, I don't know. I don't remember getting both days off. If I did, now I feel ripped off. Yeah, but yeah. you know how like Fourth of July, it's also like about USA and stuff. Sorry, yeah. sorry to be so U.S. focused. Yeah. Us focused. Yeah, the a. rest of the world is uh, is equally important. Yes, it is. Way to go, everybody else. Or more important. Uh, but on like on Fourth of July, there's like apple pie and burgers and stuff. But on President's Day, we all know that we celebrate with carbs. Oh yeah, carbs are the most perfect food. That is the, <laughs> the traditional presidential uh, uh, food group. Is, yeah, is the carb is group. the carb. We load yeah. up on it, the yeah. grains and all of that. But uh, but today, I'm actually going to take you back, and Donald doesn't even know this oh. where we're going. Oh, we're going in the wayback machine. Yeah. And we have landed on Mr. Peabody, the, the the green, lush grasses of the Garden of Eden. Donald, oh my goodness! Where the or- you're going way back. The original carb, Donald. I we are know. going back to the original carb. I didn't know that the Wayback Machine went that far back. That's like the way way back machine. Well, we all know that Mattel got their idea for Ken and Barbie from. Adam and Eve. Oh, yeah. That is very much yeah, that's, that's a fact. It, I think don't check Wikipedia, but no. I'm, I'm sure that everyone knows that, though. No, but there is an original carb, and we all know what that is, isn't it, Donald? Don't um, we? I, I, I could guess, but I don't want to step on your joke. No, it's just the original carb. Is, is an apple. Is an apple. Yeah. Yes, and we have been told our whole lives- that carbs are bad. Yeah. And apples are bad. I mean, pretty much my whole life. Like- Dr. Dr. Atkins used to have a radio show out of New York that I used to listen to uh, where he uh, he talked about how on your transistor. <laughs> yeah, on my on my <laughs> on my boom box that I used to carry around on my shoulder. Um, and I used to listen to that show a lot. And I did Atkins uh, at least twice, if not three or four times. Yeah, I I, I did it solidly once and then thought about doing it many times, which doesn't really le- uh, lead to many results. But what I can say is that we get mixed messages about yeah. one one day I'm hearing an apple a day keeps the doctor away. Another time it's original sin. Like, what's that about? Yeah, I know. And, you know, it's like Ben Franklin uh, battling with, uh, with Dr. Atkins. They're fighting each other for uh, Ben Franklin was an apple a day keeps the doctor oh, away. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, I thought they were fought- yeah, Fighting over kites and no, keys no, no. Atkins and is like, electricity. You, Atkins is like, I am a doctor and keep that apple away from yourself. And, and Ben Franklin's like, eat that apple every day. I'm a printer and I know that you eat apples because that's what I wrote in my 
daily newspaper, I guess, in Philadelphia. <laughs> That's right. That's what he said. And, and like, I don't, you know, we got mixed messages about used to be everything was low fat, low fat, low fat. And then it was like, oh, you got to eat some good fats and some, some bad fats. But and then, then there's, there's trans fats and there's, you there, know, there's sugar and there's salt and you shouldn't have that and you shouldn't have carbs and, and you shouldn't don't have eat fat. processed food. And like, what's a processed food? Like, if you cut something, does that, is that a process? Yeah. And like, then, well, and then all you need to do is drink tab and eat celery. Those are, we have decided in science that those are the only two foods yeah, uh, genetically tabs. modified. <laughs> tab. Tab is the, is the perfect <laughs> diet food is what we've decided. Um, and celery. Tab, for those of you who don't know, was a diet soda. I saw somewhere recently that it's actually a myth that you burn more calories eating celery than you, than you do. Well, I wasted all that time not losing weight because I thought I, if I only yeah, liked if you celery, just then I would. Celery. Oh man! Yeah, I saw somewhere that you don't actually burn more calories than is in the celery. But then watching like the Tour de France growing up and oh, other yeah. things, you had to carbo load. Oh my goodness! Oh my gosh! I'm going to the gym for ten minutes. I've got to yeah. carbo load. And, and your your personal enemy, Michael Phelps. Oh like, yeah, who, who like you know gets went, to eat in his heyday. He talked about eating like thirteen thousand calories a day. Must be like nice. I think it was legitimately like 13,000 a day he would eat. Oh, that is my dream. (laughs) I know, me too. But I don't want to do the work for it. Yeah, I don't want to swim that much or or hardly ever really. (laughs) (laughs) If only you like to swim. Not much of a pool guy. The only thing that kept you out of the Olympics was that you're not big on water. I imagine I could have been an Olympic caliber swimmer if I actually liked swimming. Yeah, the the chlorine doesn't agree with his eyeballs. So otherwise, he would have been fantastic. So yeah, yeah. If only they did freshwater swimming. I could have just swum in a lake, which I also don't do. Yeah, but uh, many of our listeners would like us to swim in a lake or jump in a lake. Jump maybe in a lake. Is go more, jump in a lake right now. Yes, is uh, more the and, thing. and get to the point. Exactly. So I have the point. I have the point. And on this President's Day, Monday, we're recording on a Monday, everybody. We're recording it on President's Day, but you're going to hear this sometime in March. Yeah, yeah. so it's fine, uh, whatever holiday it is. But whatever day you are listening to this on, we are still impacted by those old messages of what we should and shouldn't do and what to eat based on media messages. That's right. I'm taking the media to task. Yeah. The yeah, media but, complex. But not us, not podcasters. <laughs> no, but we can- We're giving you the real deal. But we end up, if we could just open up the engine that is our brain that decides what we're going to eat, it is a mishmash of like things our parents told us, things that, you know, Girl Scout troop leaders told us, doctors, you know, thinfluencers, all these different people telling us different things about what we can and we can't eat. And it's in such a jumble that depending on the time of day and what loophole we want to invoke, we don't know what to eat. And we think that if we prescribe to a particular program, program like Atkins that says definitively don't do this, that it's going to fix us. But what it really does is not take into account the foods we like to eat forever in our normal lives. Yeah, for most of my life, I thought that the only way to lose weight was to completely skip anything that I enjoyed to eat, like really, and that I had to I had to eat nothing but bland um, unappealing foods. And I was just, you know, that made being on a diet in air quotes, just miserable. Yeah, I just, I, I didn't, I didn't have any interest in that. When I got my diabetes diagnosis, I just thought 
all fun in my life was over. He did. He really did. I just thought I will never eat another food that I enjoy. I will just have to do nothing but exercise. And it turned out, cut to the spoiler alert, uh, <laughs> that is not the case. No. but and, and before we move forward with what we're going to say, I want to now say that if, uh, as, as we progress through this episode, if you have received a message or instructions from a physician or professional to uh, stay away from a certain food or a certain category, please follow what your doctor says. We are going to be talking about things in sort of a general how to balance your life if you're a normal human. Uh, but if it is a medically guided restriction, please follow that uh, from your medical professional. Yeah, when I got my diet, my type 2 diabetes diagnosis, I avoided sugar for uh, a, about a year, a little over a year. Like I didn't eat any sugar until I got my uh, my A1C number. Um, I won't go into A1C, but uh, if you have diabetes, you know what it is. Um, until I got my A1C number, uh, under control. And then I like, you know, work sugar back into my life. But, um, you know, so if your doctor's telling you not to do it, don't do it. Cause your leg might fall off. Cause your leg might <laughs> fall off. Yes. Or you might go blind. Yes. Which is what he told me might happen. Yeah. I imagine you just like a starfish, like your leg just, <laughs> like, it just <laughs> drops <laughs> off. Yeah. Anyway, but, but, but before you drop off from this podcast episode, we will now move forward. There is actually um, a superhero called Arms Fall Off Boy. <laughs> like, not kidding. Wow, they it's really a, went deep it's into- It's a bit of a joke, but yes. Th that's funny. But um, but part of being a, a grown-up, Donald, aside from uh, reading comic books and uh, listening to what your doctor <laughs> tells you to do- I, I, What grown-ups do, read comic books and well, collect Funko I was going to and, ask you yeah. what grown-ups do. So I could just ask you, I, I just ask you that, Donald. What do grown-ups do? They they uh, they pay bills and yeah. taxes and they go to work. And they go like this. Ugh. Yeah. And when, when they, they get sit up, down, yeah, it's like, oh, they yeah. groan. Like oh. I make those noises all the time, right. actually. But uh, but here here's where the fun police come in. Being an actual grown-up is about taking responsibility for your choices, understanding your body, and making informed decisions to make your food choices work for you. Boring. Fun <laughs> <laughs> but it's a lot easier when you a plan just says eat this, don't eat that, and there's a, actually a book says that that is called eat yeah, this, eat not this, that, not that, yeah. But I spent decades trying to follow plans and just thinking if I just eat what they tell me to eat, then I will be fixed forever. And it never worked. And I thought I was the problem. I was like, well, obviously, I just can't comply. Obviously, I'm not motivated enough. I don't have enough willpower. And that wasn't what I was missing. I was missing a healthy relationship with boundaries around uh, food, around people, and actually having a growth mindset in which I invested in my identity. We'll talk about identity later. Yeah. And and I think speaking of identity, I these these plans, these diets, a lot of them, like I did Atkins, like I said, a few times, and I I had some success in air quotes of, of losing weight on it. And so, you know, I got this idea in my head that I had to do Atkins in order to lose weight. And I, you know, that plan gave me the idea that carbs were bad yeah. and and that I had to cut out these entire categories of food. And so even to this day, like I have a hard time with bread and pasta making me feel guilty. Like I still feel like I'm eating some sort of forbidden food and and it's not healthy in my opinion. Look, if if you're happy on 
on keto um, and it's, you know, doing well for you and you can do it for the rest of your life, then great. But for me, it's like I knew I always at some point wanted to eat, you know, carbs again and that carbs are some of the foods that that make me the happiest. And I I know I should work on not having food bring me joy, but, you know, the truth is food is delicious and and cutting out all of the delicious foods out of my life or most of them was not ever going to be something that was sustainable that I could continue doing. Well, and I think that that brings us to our next point about really understanding your relationship with food. And like Donald said, if you are doing a keto plan and you feel really good and you feel focused, uh, it's okay to not agree with us and do your own thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, this episode is more for people who are working on figuring out how to moderate food choices because abstaining is an option. If we are the kind of people, and I know that there are those out there who make decisions about what foods to include or exclude from their lives and can just go like, okay, well, you know what? Yeah, this makes sense. I'm just not going to have sugar and carbs anymore, and that's fine. And they move on from it, and it's n- it's not a big deal. Then that is fantastic. But if you are like me and you know that you're doing a diet for a short period of time in which you exact a lot of willpower to leave something out of your plan for a short period of time and you know you want to go back to eating it, yeah, that is a, sh- a long way of saying you would like to moderate your food choices. Yeah, and, and I, would, I would ask you to, to try and adjust your mindset to understand that food – doesn't have a moral value. Yeah. Like we are told all the time that certain foods are good foods and certain foods are bad foods, but there is no moral component to a food. It's just something that you eat. It's not It's not inherently evil. It's not inherently bad. It's not inherently good. Um, it doesn't have angelic properties. It's just a food. And foods have different nutritional value and different yeah. amounts of calories, but that doesn't make them good or bad. Well, and part of that too is that we can ask ourselves how foods make us feel because that is part of it. It's not just, you know, it's not the good or the bad. So we have the opportunity to ask ourselves, why is this food an issue for me? Not because somebody else says it is or not because it says, you know, a whole legion of people are saying that you should cut it out of your life. But why is it an issue for you? Is the volume of the food you're consuming damaging to you? Are you just eating too much of it? Does eating it create cravings and prompts to eat more of it, which is definitely an issue. I'm not saying sugar doesn't have, you know, uh, uh, effects on me. Yeah, for sure. Um, Is it the way it makes your body feel? Do you feel tired and logy afterward? Do you feel, you know, do you have an upset stomach? Do you have heartburn? Those are real issues. Yeah, if I eat, uh, sorry to interrupt, if I eat uh, sugary foods early in the day, like I, I get wrecked. Like, I don't know what that is about me, but I get super tired and, and it sort of, you know, throws me off for the rest of the day. So I've learned not to eat things in the morning, like a lot of traditional breakfast foods, like cereal, oatmeal, uh, pancakes, like anything that's, that's high sugar in the morning. Like I know that that's gonna, that's gonna throw me off the rest of the day. Right. So we have a a four step plan uh, that we're going to talk about, about how to moderate. So again, the first question to like, (laughs) 
How many first questions have I in, – in this part, the first part to ask is, do you want to keep this food or beverage in your life? We'll give you a moment to think about that. Um, okay. Now, have you decided – I don't know. I don't was know really if, good hold music. If me, if did, me yeah. humming was, uh, was not helpful to you. But if you are good abstaining from the food – right now. It doesn't have to be forever. But if you're like, you know what, I just need a break, then that's totally fine. Abstain. But if you do want to work on ways to keep it in your life, that's called moderating. Yeah. And I just want to to throw in here that I I don't forbid myself from eating anything. Like I work all foods that I really enjoy into my plan and into my life. But I do some foods more than others. Some foods are a priority. There are other foods that I don't care that much about. Like I don't I, I know I know someone in this room who loves bagels. I'm just I just think bagels are fine. So it's I don't forbid myself from eating a bagel, but I, I almost never do because they're the calories just aren't worth it for me. And so it's not about working all foods into your life. It's about making certain foods a priority, the ones that are really important to you. Exactly. So we have four P's. Uh, give P's a chance, everybody. <laughs> yes, uh, P's are also a carb, which isn't yeah. a good thing. Oh, I do no. actually find P's delicious, but I don't eat them very much. See, I wonder what I it is. I'm not yeah. a huge – I mean, I, I like the soups. I'll yeah. say it. Yeah, but, uh, no, but we soup have, is really good. We have four P's that we have decided are part of this episode, and yes. I will read them thusly. This is about, again, moderating keeping foods in your life. So you can work on your portion – you can plan to have the food, you can pair the food in uh, in your life, or you can have policies around the foods. Wow, four Ps I know. Indeed. I was trying to think of, uh, sometimes we were going through this and I was like, wait, I know that, okay, there's three, but I think there's a fourth somewhere. Is it like <laughs> pinching? <laughs> yes, <it's> pinching <laughs> is the, is the, the fifth P. Only pinch a little bit. In yeah. Your, Exactly. So first, um, we're just going- add a pinch of yeah. spice to your life. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, first, we're going to talk about reducing your portion sizes to keep something in your life. Yeah, and you know, for example, I love potato chips and Doritos and things like that. And uh, but I know that if I bring home a regular full size bag or a family size bag, that to me, that's the portion. Like. Theoretically, I know some people might say, well, why don't you just portion that out into a reasonable size? But I know that that I just for whatever reason, I'm not really capable of doing that. And so I just buy the little individual single size, like less than an ounce bags. And that is how I'm able to keep them in because I can have one of those or two of those. And it's not, you know, 140 calories, 150 calories. And I can easily fit that into my plan, still really enjoy that food as part of my life. Exactly. You can also sort of have it as a side instead of a main. I love pasta. That's another P. Oh, yeah. I don't like plums, though. (laughs) (laughs) I can't think of any other foods. No, I don't like those. I don't know. Yeah. Particle board. Oh, no, that's not a food. (laughs) No, but it's kind of like a wasa cracker. Anyway, um, (laughs) but you can have it as a side. So instead of having spaghetti as my main, I might have it as a small portion on the side and instead, pump up the volume. Pump, Wait, pump up, up the, the volume. volume with veggies or a protein. So it's still there, but a smaller portion size. And at first, it feels oh, it's unfair. Everybody else gets to carbo load, but I can have it as a side. 
side. You can also add, like I said, have it as a side with uh, veggies, fruit or protein. And Donald does that whole single serving thing. And I do too, because the package is the portion. If it is a big bag, I will likely eat the big bag. So again, going with those single size portions are really important. Yeah. And look, in some cases too, uh, I will opt to, to substitute something like I love ice cream, but I will, I will have a popsicle instead. And that will, that will sometimes satisfy my craving for a frozen treat and average popsicles only, you know, like a hundred calories, 80 calories even. And, and so I can do that too. So, um, uh, I know that's not exactly portion control, but, um, but it also works in the same sort of way. I think we just came up with a fifth P. What is that? That is prioritize. Oh, like prioritize. you said. Oh, yeah. no, we should have thought of that beforehand. But Donald yeah. does prioritize certain foods over others and keeps those uh, the, the, the highlight of his show and then downgrades others. Yeah, I probably should have brought that up during a different P. But. Uh, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but here we are. That's uh, fine. That's what I get for limiting us with the, with the P's. Yeah. So the next one is plan to have it. If it is something that you want to have, decide the frequency at which you will include it in your life. So whether it's, I enjoy alcohol, which is carbs. It's mostly carbs. Oh, that's carbs. Delicious, delicious carbs. But I've reduced the frequency. So now I plan to have it only on the weekend instead of every day. Yeah, and and only one drink. Uh, Yeah. Almost almost always only one. And and that is also, that is a plan, but also part of the policy, another P. Um, You know, and then part of, also part of planning is like, I can't eat, you know, even that single serve bag of Doritos. I don't eat it first thing in the morning. Right. I plan to have it like late in the day after dinner because I have an issue with once I start eating it, then I just crave it and crave it and crave it. And it becomes harder for me to to resist continuing to eat it. So I eat mostly protein and fruit during the day. And then after dinner is when I plan my treats, my little mini uh, single serve candy bars, my little mini single serve chips. And I'm much more able to control. And you might find the opposite is true for you, that you, yeah. you want that treat early in the day. But for me, I've got to have it late. Yeah. So know when it fits into your plan. Just because something is called a breakfast food doesn't mean for me that it is good for me to have it at breakfast. So yeah. I conserve uh, cereal into single portions. I buy the little cups and I have that as a dessert instead of breakfast. Again, with National Donut Day, if I have it in the morning, it's going to prompt <laughs> negative behaviors in the afternoon. Catherine has all the food-based holidays yeah. on, her, <laughs> on her calendar. Yeah. Oh boy, I do. Uh, so even now with looking thin, I still think about it all the time. Yeah. But I save sweets for after dinner. And I know on the days that I eat them earlier in the day, I know it's going to prompt eating all afternoon that same way. The same thing with chips. So save things for weekends, save things for going out to dinner, maybe enjoy pasta, but only have it when you go out to eat instead of having it at home. Only have the best quality. If you really like chocolate, go and get a single piece. That's what I do. I ha- I get one portion of it, because if I bring more home, well, now it's an odd number. We don't like odd numbers. You gotta even that out. <laughs> yeah. So, which I definitely do. So, plan ahead. What can you have 
in your life in a way. And again, we don't have a giant spreadsheet with what we eat when. It's just sort of generally things that are really super delicious. I save for later in the afternoon. Well, we've talked about the Super Bowl a lot recently, but we also plan our calorie-dense meals most of the time. I mean, and occasionally, you know, one will come up that we're not expecting or or an opportunity to have one that will come up that we weren't expecting. President's Day. President's Day. Thrust upon us. Exactly. So we're forced to eat a calorie-dense meal today. No, not actually. Um, I came up with a sixth B. Yeah, President's Day. (laughs) Podcast. No, we podcast to avoid eating food. Oh, yeah. So we make a podcast, everybody. Yeah, yeah. But President's Day. Okay, we have seven seven P's. Yeah, like there's just there's (laughs) more P's than we can shake a stick at now. Uh, Why we're shaking sticks at P's, P's. I don't know, but uh, but we're going to continue to do it. But yeah, uh, planning those calorie dense meals ahead so that that we have them you know on our calendars in in our plan and that they're not a surprise. Exactly. So the next P, though we've given you so many P's, you didn't even know that the dictionary (laughs) included this many P's. The next one is pairing. Pairing is caring. We did a whole episode on working things as special treats into your life on special occasions or infrequent events. Now, we can't pair everything with everything every day because that would be 365 opportunities to pair things. But like Donald said, uh, I have uh, or I had an issue with bagels where uh, I would just eat them all and get a dozen and eat them in the car before I got to work. So now I pair having a single bagel in public, in public view, uh, when I get my hair cut. So it is an occasional instance. It's a food I really love. I enjoy it. I savor it, but I don't bring it home with me because when I bring it to a second location, I'll probably eat more of them. Yeah. So we've done um, uh, some episodes specifically about pairing and talked about it a lot, but Pick an event in your life that doesn't happen super often and then decide that's when you are going to pair like an oil change for your car, which, you know, you're doing once a year or once, you know, every three months, depending on uh, what kind of car you have. Anyway, uh, I don't need to go down. The, <laughs> this is the, car talk. Car the, talk. Car talk click and the, clack. the how many times should you get an oil change uh, uh, debate is on the next episode of the show, but uh, or a haircut or, or, or doctor's checkup or. Yeah, or even payday or yeah, payday, when you pay right. your rent or your mortgage, something occasional where you can. Even if it's not a specific food, perhaps it is a, okay, on payday, I will get some specific treat that I like. So Especially it's if it's something like, you know, not fun to do, adding that treat, make, you know, maybe make you make look more forward to it. Yeah, exactly. It's called yeah. a pearl habit. That's another P. Another P. Oh, man. We're getting deep. Will I should have. ever stop? No. The they is saying They this. will not. So the final one, I think, yeah. this might be the final P. We'll, we'll, we're not sure yet. Yeah. Uh, I can't promise. We're going to come up with more P's in between. But for now, the final P is... Policy. Have a policy about the circumstances under which you enjoy the food. Sort of like Donald said earlier, I only get a small when I order it or a tall, whatever uh, Starbucks uh, word of the day is. I only eat my treats after dinner. Um, When I go to fast food, I only get the kid's meal or I only get one item and I don't get the side or or I just get the side if that's important. But, you know, having a policy that not every eating opportunity needs to be a party. Right. Like like it doesn't have to be 
like, oh man, well, it's not even worth it to go for pizza if I don't also get the wings and, and the, the beer and, yeah, and the you know, cheese, cheesy bread stuffed, whatever. Yeah. Like you can make a policy that like, okay, I'm going to go, but I'm only having this one thing. And you know what? You will be so proud of your choices afterwards if you do that and you stick to it. Um, at least I know I am. I feel so much better about, about my situation uh, when I actually like make my policies and I stick to them. Right. So I have a policy of only having a cocktail on the weekend. I only have it after 5 p.m. I only have cereal for dessert, not for breakfast. And I only only buy a single portion of a food that I have trouble moderating. I will sure it's not convenient to buy, you know, one chocolate at C's candy, but it does allow me to have portion control, which is something that is really helpful for me. Yeah. And you know, that's a perfect example of what I was talking about before. Like, just because you don't you know, have an opportunity to go to seize candy all the time doesn't mean you have to buy 17 pounds of chocolate when you go. You can just buy one and eat it and enjoy it. And and it almost becomes a more special treat when, yeah. when you do it that well, way. Well, and guess what? There's nothing convenient about having to burn off 2,000 calories that you hadn't expected to eat. Boy, you got that right. I sure do. Yeah. Click, <laughs> click and clack. I like click and clack. Auto guys. So um, I'm going to throw in a new letter into the conversation. What? I know. I'm throwing everybody off. I'm going to go up the ladder of the elevator. No. Alphabet, not the elevator. Uh, I'm going to switch over to identity. The alphabator? The alphabator. <laughs> I don't know, dude. It's, yeah. There are too many letters these days. Um, so I don't even think – Pluto's a letter now. I don't even know. <laughs> Sorry. I think they I think they took away Pluto's letter status. It's it's now a, a dwarf letter. <laughs> so the 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 final letter we're going to talk about is identity. All of this has to do with building your identity as a person who can make choices for themselves. We get so many messages about how to work certain things into our lives, what we should abstain from, what we shouldn't, but really in the end you decide what works for you. You decide how much agency you're going to take. It takes planning to do all of this. It takes experimentation to do this. This yeah. isn't about one day sitting down with every food in the dictionary and deciding what you're going to eat. It is about experimenting. You know what? I'm going to try to pair this food. How does that work? I'm going to try portion control. See how it goes. I'm going to plan. I'm going to have a policy around it and see how that works for you. And then surprise extra P. I think this Another is Another P? Yeah, this is the this is really the final oh one. Oh my goodness. Audience, you came here and you, <laughs> you paid, paid, for, you paid four. for four P's <laughs> and you're leaving with so many more. So many. Uh, so the last one is pivot. If something isn't working for you, change. I think we did an episode called Pivot recently. We talked about pivoting a lot in an episode, but yeah. I don't remember what the name of it was, but I'll look it up and call it, put it yeah, on the show we notes. we can't remember. But you have an opportunity. Try something out. If it doesn't work, pivot. Try an alternative. See what works. And if that doesn't work, pivot. And if it does work, keep doing it. This can change based on the season of your life. Just because something works right now doesn't it mean it's going to work in the next season of your life, either an emotional season or an actual season. Be sure that you take the time to advocate for yourself, adjust, 
and pivot when needed. And it takes, look, this takes work. This takes work. And it's not about just following what someone else says that you should or shouldn't do. Real change comes from making changes in the agency that you take in your own life. And if we can do it, we know that you can do it too. Oh my goodness, you sure can because uh, nobody was more lost than we were uh, six, seven years ago. Yeah, nobody. Nobody. (laughs) Um, So thank you so much for listening. Uh, We are grateful to all of you. Um, It really does mean a lot to us that that you took time to listen to this show, to download it, to to listen, and uh, we are grateful. Um, All of our episodes are available wherever you found this one. We're on all of the major podcast platforms. And you can also find us anytime, 24 hours a day, seven days a week on our website at weonlylookthin.com. All the episodes are posted there. You can listen right on your work computer and make it look like you're working. Exactly. And if you are on our website, click on that link for join our support group to find out more about Wolt Place. We Only Look Thin Place is a Facebook-based accountability group for women. We are not a weight loss plan, but we are a place for accountability, check-ins, challenges, and uh, uh, all the P's that you <laughs> All the P's and more. Check-in, challenges, be- and lots of P's. Behind our paywall, there are more P's that you don't even know about. <laughs> Uh, But we have two subscription plans, a monthly option with a three-day complimentary trial and a three-month subscription with a seven-day complimentary trial to see if Walt Place is right for you. Yes, and the most important P, access to Catherine Weigel. I don't know. That's not a P at all. Person. uh, Person. Access to a person, yes. Uh, And so check out Walt Place. You can also follow us and interact with us on social media. We are at Facebook, Instagram. We are on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter at We Only Look Thin. And also we have an email address. Ooh. Ooh. You can email us at weonlylookthin at gmail.com. We would appreciate episode suggestions uh, and we would like questions. Uh, we've taken listener uh, emails and turned them into uh, several episodes of this show, many, probably even more than several. Um, and you can also uh, give us some compliments. Uh, we enjoy those. We only look thin at gmail.com. Yep. And if you have a couple of extra minutes and can head over to Apple Podcast and leave us a rating and a review, we so appreciate each and every one. Uh, we just got one today. We're so grateful for it. I wish we could reply to each of them, but Apple yeah, they don't, won't let they don't us. let us reply or comment or anything on them. Yeah. Um, but uh, if you could head over there, it not only does it boost our mood, but it also boosts our ratings when people are looking for inspirational podcasts like ours. Absolutely. And another way you could help us out uh, that uh, would be great would be if you would just tell somebody about the show. If you know somebody who might uh, enjoy the show, if it comes up a conversation, or if you're in an online group, a Reddit group, a Discord group, a Facebook group, something, uh, you can give us a shout out. That would be super helpful to us, and it is one of the best ways in which the show grows. Yep. So if you are going back and researching to see whether it was Ken and Barbie or Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden, (laughs) just remember that Donald and I are are an inspiration. Asian, 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 Asian. See, I said Garden of Eden. Yeah, no, I got it. Okay. The information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. 
The hosts are not medical professionals. You should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program.